morning, good afternoon, evening. Welcome to another episode of The Blacksmith's Friends with me, Robert. With me, hey. I'm not all, obviously. Hey, <laughs> babe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and this week we are with the girls from the Faith Girls Cafe. Hey! You guys do that You like it. Three, two, one. Hey! <laughs> no, gosh. So we have Lena, we have AJ, we have mm-hmm. Andrea, we have Jocelyne. How's everyone doing today? Good, good. I'm just here eating. <laughs> okay, so let's get into it. So I've been, I've been, I've, I've got back into reading lately. Okay. And I feel so good. Um, I just finished Americana. Oh, nice. Okay. okay. I don't know what that is, but okay. I told you, you need to read. I read, but not Americana. She Amanda. I was gonna have this conversation again. The way of the fire. Have you guys read that? No. So please. <laughs> the Bible. Have you guys? Anyway. So Americana was a great book, mm. but you know, like the ending. It was the ending I wanted, but not the ending I think the book should have got. Oh yeah. Okay. okay. I won't spoil it for. I'll go and go read the book. It's great. Mm-hmm. But like one thing that happened was that. Like the, the the main male character, he got married to someone who he shouldn't have, yeah. because like he got rich quickly. He went, he went from like poverty to being rich, and then he just got the finest babies he could grab. <laughs> that time. Sounds like a Ford. I know. Finest babies you could afford. And then things go a bit south, and then it just got me thinking a bit. Like, when do you know? And and, and the thing is, like, she wasn't a bad wife. She was like she was like a good like typical African wife. She did the cleaning, she looked after the kids, you know, she went to church, said oh, amens and da 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 da. Got you. But that wasn't where he should have been or like who he, sh- he should have been with because, yeah, he went into it for the wrong reasons. So, first question of today is when, when do you know when you should let go or continue pursuing someone? It, it doesn't even have to be like romantic. Oh, okay. Let's let's start romantic. Okay. So when do you know when you should continue pursuing someone or just calling it a day? Mm. Done. I think ladies first. Can I think oh. <laughs> speaking from experience, when oh. <laughs> <laughs> when the person uh, this is a really obvious answer leads you away from Christ. Mm. Remember I was with a guy before youth conference NYC. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Glenn Debra has ended so much Like I was happy, I really liked him, like I thought, yeah, maybe we could get married, whatever. He was Nigerian, so obviously I was wrong anyway because I was wrong anyway. Yeah, like I remember being at a youth conference and things were being said, like the Holy Spirit was moving, the Holy Spirit was talking to me and I realised that my relationship wasn't leading anywhere near Christ. Mm-hmm. And that for me is number one like a red flag we are not we're not meant to be together mm. let me stop pursuing you let me stop being with you because well. there's just no we're not i want you to leave my household i want you to be the father of my kids i want you to lead us to christ if you're not doing that then bye mm. yeah that's for me anyway mm. cold <laughs> but true honest yeah i think jay was going to say something oh no i wasn't actually going to oh, say sorry. No, <laughs> you can now though um <coughs> Think about that last boy. <laughs> 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 I 
can't go down that road. Oh, the silence is oh, real. Wow. Mm-hmm. Should we come back to you? Yeah. <laughs> right, Lena, before you put that in your mouth, do you want to... Oh, Should I be doing this? That's when you know you shouldn't be doing it. Mm. It's really that simple for me. If I ever have reason to think, what? Well, I'm if done. there's no reason. If there's no reason, then there's no reason. So you're just going crazy. Well, well, why would I be going reason. crazy? Why would I be going crazy if there wasn't a reason? Yeah. You just feel as though you shouldn't be in this, but then you I'm can't not necessarily be in it. pinpoint. You know, I don't need yeah. to pinpoint nothing. How do you For know me, if my there? spirit is saying no, then no. So what you say? So it doesn't matter if they like tick tick tick. If you yes. feel for some way, yes, reason. absolutely. So what? How? Okay. Mm. Where Where would you? This is where like relationship with God kind of comes into play. Where it's like, how would you know it's not just you being afraid of commitment? Mm. And you actually lean on the Holy Spirit to be like, all right, cool. This is the Holy Spirit's actually prompting me. Obviously, it's not just going to be a thing of, oh my God, uh, this is getting too serious. Let mm-hmm. me run. I don't do that. I okay. haven't done that. Well, I haven't had reason to do that, so <laughs> I don't do that. But I think if for me, if in my gut it doesn't feel right, mm-hmm. that's and, I, and that's not just for relationship. I apply that to everything. I apply that to mm. business. I apply that to friendships. Everything. And so far. My that's my spirit. The Holy Spirit speaks to me like that. Mm. So it's a thing. Of, if it doesn't, yeah, basically, <laughs> <laughs> basically, if it doesn't feel right in my gut, and there've been like situations, even in uni, Lena can testify to this, where there was like a whole craze, and everybody was like going along with something, and I've just felt no, it doesn't feel right to me, and I haven't done it, and I've been literally the only one who hasn't done it, and in the end, it's been like I was actually right for staying away from mm. whatever was going on. So for me, that's just how the Holy Spirit has always spoken to me. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't feel right in my gut, I don't do it. Yeah, and. You know, I don't care what you're bringing to the table. So, I was fine before you came anyway. So what do you think the difference between... Serious, <laughs> cut <laughs> yeah. So how do you discern between whether you're just going through a rough patch mm. or when this is something that, you know, I'm to call it a day? Yeah. What's a rough patch? Define rough patch. Like, you know when you're just, like, arguing a lot? Well, not, not even necessarily arguing, because with my wife, you went through a patch where the relationship got a lot more physical than it should have gotten. We didn't necessarily cross the boundaries and do stuff that we shouldn't have done. Repent! But, Repent! But it's like we we did push the boundaries quite a lot. Yeah. And it got to a point where whenever we were around each other, we weren't thinking about Christ. I, I, I don't know. Hallelujah. I'll be honest. It's like, I'm, I'm seeing a beautiful girl in front of me. Mm. So that's when I ran away. And, it's just, and it's like, yeah, but they, if we had run away, then you won't get we would we yeah. would have been in this position. I ran away and I didn't get married. And it's a case so of. <laughs> so that's my question. How do, usually people would be like, oh, then that means this person's not of God. So mm. how, how what made you yeah. stay? Do you know what? Yeah, it was my wife who actually took the decision. And I, ha- I have to give that to her because she took the decision, and I was like, I'm not on it. <laughs> I don't want to do this because <laughs> she she was like, all right, cool. You know what? This is going down an avenue that I don't kind of see God being glorified mm. through and by. So I'm gonna have to take some time to go pray and actually like hear again confirmation like mm. is, is this what we're meant to be doing. Um, Peter will testify to this like we were in the gym. I was moving like a Mitch. Like, 
I'm banging weights so and I'm just like, bro, she's leaving. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and like, like, I would give like so much money to have seen that. <laughs> literally, and I didn't tell any of my friends. I didn't tell anything because I, I was just in like denial. And then Peter was that guy that I was saying it might be like the um, Abraham and Isaac type situation where this has become an idol mm-hmm. and God is saying, sacrifice it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, right, cool, you know what? I'm gonna hold on to I'm gonna hold on to that way. I'm gonna trust in God. So I literally went home and I messaged all my friends that asked me about it and I said, Yo, we've broken up. Um, yeah, the relationship was going in a direction that wasn't like where it should be headed. So we've had to kinda of step away from it. And then literally by the end of that day, she was messaging back saying, Yo, you know what? Like I feel God has given me that confirmation, you know. Imagine. So you wanna text everybody <laughs> It's back on, guys. It's back on. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what, yeah? Let's go. Do you know what, yeah? Because it's like, this, this is the peakest thing, yeah? I'm like, I'm not going to say it. But, um, <laughs> no, say it. Say it. Say it. Do you know what, yeah? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I did the thing that a typical guy would do in the sense of, like, I still listen to another girl's DM. Like, oh, <laughs> <hey>. <laughs> I went straight in it. I was like, you know what? I got, I got. But it, was, it, was, it wasn't like, it wasn't that, it wasn't that deep. Yeah, it was. It, it, was, it wasn't that deep. Was. There was a cue. It wasn't. <laughs> I was just leaving. Wait and listen. Wait and listen. Wait and listen. I'm the only one that I'm just leaving. You know, she got gas then, that's I'll have, mate, I'll have that. So it was like. Man, you went from trying to slide in your. Nah, so. um... It was was okay, you so in another girl's DM when the text message came through? The, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? So it's like I, like I was um, talking to this girl on a friendship level, but I said to her, oh, she she had asked, "How's you and your girlfriend?" And I said, "No, oh, no, we're we're no longer together." And then that's that's when the eyes popped up. And I was like, "Oh no, okay, let's, let's see where this can go." Um, and then when we got back together, I was in the dilemma where I was like. Am I gonna honor this relationship mm. or see where this is gonna go, mm. and kind of have this on the side sort of thing? Um, I'm not gonna lie, I tried it, but the conviction was so <laughs> peak, so peak. Literally within two days, I, was, I confessed it to, uh, to my wife. I was like, "Yo, you know what? I've been talking to this girl. Um, I started talking to her after we kind of went on a break, and after we've been back together." I didn't it's actually. Like I didn't actually like tell her that we're back, yeah. and I've just kind of allowed it to linger. Um, but obviously, I did that after I told the girl that yo, I'm back with my girl, so nothing can't really happen. No rebound. And yeah, so I told her that, and yeah, we kind of moved on from there. Good thing as well, the girl that I was talking to, she was a Christian. Trust me. <laughs> and like fam she, she rebuked me she was like so wait you're talking to me when you've got a girl like mm. w- what are you doing mm. and so yeah I, I kind of got like a correction from both ends yeah. but I don't think it's as clear cut in terms of oh he's not necessarily leading me towards Christ so I'm just going to leave it but it could be like a patch yeah. that you guys need to pray through mm. and um, that in and of itself might shape how the relationship itself goes yeah. so we know that alright we have this tendency or whatever so how can we kind of see God in that yeah. I agree with you there but I think well particularly for that guy mm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> he, he, like, he, <laughs> It was not a patch. No, he wasn't. He wasn't 
like it, yeah, it wasn't a patch. Like he genuinely, our our goals in terms of Christ were nowhere near the same. Mm. He didn't. Oh my gosh, God forgive me for like, I feel like I'm like bad laughing, him, but he didn't. What's his name? Yes, no, I wouldn't edit it out. I wouldn't edit it out. But what do you mean? Allowed that. Allowed that. No, but he, yeah, basically, he, he wasn't. Kwame. Oh, 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 oh. He was Nigerian. He was going to be like, oh, you are. Oh, you are Kwame. No. Oh, you are Kwame. Oh, my God. Sorry, yeah, sorry. no, so yeah, he wasn't, he was never gonna lead me to Christ. That mm, makes sense. Yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't, I don't want to say he wasn't of Christ because that's awful, but he was, but he was not. Yeah. I, I think as well, you know, it does come down to that, like being led by God and mm. um, trusting Him in, in that sense. In the sense of sometimes it's not even like not leading to God or sexual or anything or stuff like that, it could literally just be. Um, and we actually we had a pastor tell us this. <laughs> In a sense of, um, the pastor said it, and I can't remember the words he put it in, but it's like, because you're not struggling with everything else everyone's struggling with, you're looking for things to struggle with. <laughs> so we're arguing a lot about nothing. About nothing. And for me, I'm very all or nothing. So for some of those arguments, I'd be like, you know what, let's end it because we're arguing too much. And she actually was well, like, end the argument or end the no end the relationship. Um, and she was like, ah, just because we're fighting doesn't mean we need to stop. <laughs> and I didn't have that concept at all. I was like, if we're fighting once or twice, I might not be doing what he needs for you. So <laughs> let's let's end it. And so it was a matter of knowing that okay, this is what God has said. This is how. Um, th- this is the right thing. These patches, these rough patches, are we going to work through it under the? <coughs> under the opinion that the first thing that we believed of God was true, then we stick through it throughout. Mm. You know, and if we hadn't, we wouldn't be here now. So mm. I, I definitely think there's there's room for those rough patches and there's room for God teaching you things during those those times. But it's have you listened to God and if you are listening to God then let him mm. kinda of guide you through it as well. Andrea? You didn't say anything. <laughs> she thought she got away. She was hoping it wouldn't come back. Well then we're coming to you too. <laughs> Finish your Pringles. <laughs> so is it like we have to say something then? Hopefully. We can't just like listen. <laughs> no, 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 if you wanted no, to no. listen, you should have waited for it to be uploaded so you can listen like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. But I just think and this is this is not me being a cop out, but I think in every season and everyone's life, even though we're all here. I don't think anyone should be forced to say anything simply because you could say No, because 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 in all honesty, you guys know me, you guys have been about me. If I don't know what to say It's not by force. I will not say anything. It's not by force. I will listen wow. and absorb the Maybe this is just our season to listen. Is that okay? Well, I don't know why you girls are trying it. I, really I love the way that started with every season in life. I just think because there's so many philosophies, I don't, I don't, I don't and then it will just get into an argument because there's so many things I don't believe in. So but that's the point of the podcast, we're discussing all the different perspectives. Okay, well, me, people say, wait for God to tell you that this person is the one. Me, there's been times when I've heard something and it's not so. 
There's been times when I haven't heard something and it seems so. Mm. So for me, I don't know. I'll just wait. If it happens, then I know it's God. It's just fair enough. <laughs> you know what, honestly, I've, I'm in a place right now where I just don't know. I think you've mentioned something that is very crucial. Mm-hmm. And because being married, I've had a lot of people ask me, oh, so how did you know she was the mm-hmm. one? This and that. And people, people think like God is going to come like the lottery hand <laughs> and point at the person, he is the one. And it's like, it doesn't. I've seen a prominent pastor who said that the the way I knew that my wife was my wife was simply because I just wanted to be with her. Oh. End of statement. Fair enough. I just wanted to be with her. Doing, I don't know what we're going to do, I just want to be with her. And that was the whole basis. It was like, all right, I'm going to marry her. And there's a case of, for some people, like for me, God used to speak to me a lot, still does through my poetry. And that's how God revealed to me the characteristics that I had written down that I wanted in a wife and lined it up with the characteristics of my wife. And I definitely see it as God speaks to you uniquely and individually. Mm-hmm. And God will reveal to you, however he does so, in the way that he communicates with you normally. Mm-hmm. He's not going to go outlandish and do something mm-hmm. that he's never done before mm-hmm. to tell you that this person is your wife. If it's, if or he, he or might. He, or he might. As he chooses to, yeah. Or he might. But in the case of, it's more than likely that he will communicate, if he talks to you, through dreams more than likely he will communicate with you about something so crucial mm-hmm. through the way that it normally speaks to you mm-hmm. if he speaks to you through prophetic words you know i'm not i want to go there because that's tricky <laughs> some of them just say jesus said <laughs> nah. test every spirit um but yeah it will very much kind of fall in line with it as asia was saying like the gut feeling so you see somebody else they have this gut feeling like no yo like there's certain about this person. Who if that changes? Then you gotta go back to God. As Peter was saying, it's like you gotta go back to God and say, Alright, cool, like this is the way you normally talk to me. Mm-hmm. I'm trusting in you. What are you saying about this situation? Mm-hmm. Um, my wife, we met through BBM. And she just said, literally, she just felt I disguised to your BBM. No backing vibe whatsoever. Three, four years down the line, we're engaged. Simply because she felt I disguised to your BBM. I think as well. Um, it, she just lays face like, right now. I need to think re- reevaluate everything I'm doing. <laughs> I'm like, if he face messages me, nope, that's not him. I think as well, it's as you see with like, um, uh, I think a good example that I found is Abraham. Mm. It started with move out of your family's house, mm. you know, and then it went on to. Okay, um, what was the next thing? Like, he had, uh, I, I listed out nicely last time. It didn't work this time. He went down the road. He went down the road. Then he, he went down the road, road and then he moved. Moved um, to another country, leave the family that you brought behind. Yeah, and, yeah. Know, but then also, <laughs> also, you know, like, um, when he went with Sarah, and the first time he lied, and then the king, and then God stepped in, um, and all those trials, going to save lots and all of those things, come and speak to God about saving lots, all of the things. All of those things led to, when he was eventually at the place where God said, kill, kill your son, son. Mm-hmm. it wasn't that difficult a choice. Of course it was difficult, I imagine. 
but he woke up the next day mm. to go and do it, go and do it. you mm. know because he'd been through that he didn't start out with yeah. going kill through your son because yeah. for me I'd be like that's the devil mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll testify yeah. the yeah. devil said kill my son <laughs> I didn't do it <laughs> God. but he had come to a point where he knew mm-hmm. and I think when we're talking about like hearing from God sometimes we speak at it we speak on it from where we are mm-hmm. now you know so it sounds like Oh, it should just be that I feel this thing in my gut and it should be good. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't start. It doesn't start. Of course. No, it doesn't. You know, you would have started from way back when, wherever, yeah. you know, and God would have built you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think as well, in, 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 in as much as that's the case, when you are there, he would have built you up yeah. to mm-hmm. that point mm-hmm. to, to hear him concerning such mm-hmm. significant Yeah, matters. And I think that, that's why you need to know how God speaks to you. Mm-hmm. Because I can't use anybody else's method of hearing from yeah. God mm-hmm. for my situation. Because my, my situation is unique to me and the language that God and I have is unique to us. Mm-hmm. And it's not just like, okay, I woke up one day and then boom, that's how God speaks to me. You kind of go through it. Uh, you know, like even Peter was using the example of Abraham. He built you up slowly, 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 slowly mm. to the point where you, okay, now I know this is how God speaks to me. Yeah. And then, so when that comes, okay, I have to stop and listen because that's how God normally speaks to me. Mm-hmm. So it's not like out of the blue randomly. Mm-hmm. Do you, do people think it's... Lena has an answer. Snitch. What's the question? <laughs> yeah, what was the question? She always does this. You always um, forget the question. What's the difference between a rough, a rough patch and knowing when it's time to let someone go? Let yeah, I don't go. know. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the same thing. No, honest, yeah, honest. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, so, we talked about like, relationship-wise. What, what about people you're not in a relationship with or in that kind of setting? It's oh, like, much easier to let them go. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> much easier. Much easier. What about his family? Yeah. What about his family? Even easier. Really? <laughs> <laughs> about coming that you're living in the same house with? Oh, that's, that's a bit more difficult. Yeah. It's only difficult because I see you every day, but it's still dead. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I live quite. Um, I'm an introvert. I'm really in, uh, introverted. So I can literally just live in my room the whole day, mm. come out to have dinner, and then go back into my room. Mm. So technically, I don't need to speak to you. <laughs> like, I've, I've got family members. I'll be like, oh, you don't come see me because I don't want to see you. <laughs> but uh, then, is that like. Is, is, is that very Christian of you? To like, to like, be so. When the Bible does it say introverts must by force. No, 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 else. no, but, but but I mean like having that apathy towards people who have maybe annoyed you to that point where you don't want. Do you know what? I think I think there's depending on how you handle it, and depending on your approach and your motivation for being in that situation. If you feel, if generally you feel like the most loving thing you can do in that situation is to avoid them to avoid any more contention then boy but obviously there, there might be some reconciliation that may need to happen yeah. and even in that reconciliation you might generally agree that all right cool let's let's just agree to go our separate ways yeah. um that that's that's the most beneficial thing not to tear this family apart not to make people feel as though they're taking sides or anything like that or like there's been something that the person's doing that you don't necessarily agree with and because of that you can't be around them as that so um pretty much everyone here is from ghana but um my some people from Barbados as well so yeah and nigeria oh my team you're from nigeria me she's she's three quarters I was going to say a joke. Say it? What is it? Oh, these people. What does that mean? I'm just going to say I'll keep my credit card safe. Oh! <laughs> oh, 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 o
Um, like, my, I've got relatives that are very much into, like, um, ritualistic stuff. And, um, it's like, I can't, I don't condone that sort of activity. Mm -hmm. And I can't condone their involvement in it. And I can't necessarily be around them without it being present in my mind mm. that right these guys are heavily involved in it like literally they've got a portion of their room of their of the comp, uh, compound where it's kind of dedicated to those things and i'm like i can't condone this mm. I, i'm not comfortable in this setting um and i don't trust you guys because we are not of the same mindset and it's a case of i don't want to I know that God is protecting me. I don't want to do anything around you that leaves myself vulnerable. Mm. So I am now going to distance myself from you to keep myself safe, per se. Um, I know that sometimes distancing myself might make me stick out even more and then them try to do something to me. But it's like, if I can't be in that situation about... I can't, I can't be in that situation. So the loving thing to do is to remove myself from that situation. Yeah. And it might be that God is calling me to go back into it to kind of like tell them about Jesus and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But... When God actually lays out on my heart, yeah. But is that being loving or is that being self-preserving? Yeah. I think there's room being for. Wise. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, I think there's it's room being for. Wise. Yeah. It's being wise. Yeah. It's being wise. Because the Bible tells us that we should have no part in things like that, whether your mother or your father. Jesus's parents ain't done nothing wrong, and he said, "No, no, 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 no. These people here mm. are my parents." Mm. Mm. Y'all ain't my parents. So I think it's it's being wise. I think there's loving in closeness and loving mm. a separation. Yeah. That's, that's, you can love from a distance. Yeah. You can love from a distance. It's it's easy easy to to pray for them <laughs> that they be delivered from yeah. all of that. I think there's room for being civil and, and yeah. not having to be um, like hateful towards you and mm. yet not need to be loving in the cuddly sense of, of the word. That makes sense. So I definitely agree that. That's what right. about in a parent-child dynamic? Like, if your child is doing something that you don't agree with, how do you then love them? From? You beat them. I'm <laughs> telling <laughs> you, beat love into them. No, Wait, how no, old no, is no, your no, child? You you yeah. Okay, let's 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 do ten, sixteen, twenty-one. Ten, sixteen, you can beat them. <laughs> nah, at 16, well, it depends on how old you are and how good you are at fighting. Because at 16, I could take my dad. They will fight you by it. I could take my dad at 16. Would you fight him by then? No, I wouldn't. Because <laughs> I lived in his house. But I think, I think there's. I, I would defend myself. And it kind of made it look like I was fighting her. No, why are we fighting though? I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about beating the child. Beating okay. I, I think there's. Especially with the parent child dynamic. There's room for you, you bring them up essentially, you, you mm. kind of nurture them and stuff. And where they go a, a route that you didn't, it's, it's a difficult thing to deal with mm -hmm. as a parent. I wouldn't know, but I would, I've seen it, I've seen it before. And I think at some point, especially when they become their own individual, you have to kind of treat them as such. They're still your son, they're still your child, or whatever, mm -hmm. but you have to respect them as having their own opinion and mm -hmm. their own beliefs. And when that doesn't tie up with yours, you treat. The, the same you would anyone else, really. You know, like, I think the Bible has that kind of conflict resolution outline where <clears throat> you speak with them, you bring in an older person you both respect, you take it to the leaders of the church, and if they still refuse to reconcile at that point, you leave them as you would one in the world. I think that's how the Bible lays it out. So, 
Anybody else got anything to add? I think from the from a child to parent, because I can't speak as a parent, but the I think sometimes your parents can really push you as a mm-hmm. child in how you you are towards them or how mm-hmm. you are because as you grow up you develop your own beliefs and your own ways of doing things and it can be so different from your parents and what your parents believe is right and um i think for me the natural thing sometimes could be to like say okay that's it you know you get my nerves i'm not gonna call you especially when i don't live at home it's very easy to say i'm not gonna call you in a while you know (laughs) but i think is i'm learning how important it is to communicate to my parents actually Mm. say to my dad actually I didn't think that was okay mm. and actually setting those yeah, boundaries with my dad yeah but then don't she, live there no more no, she had that kind of oh, I have that relationship yeah. with my dad where my dad would then say because my dad didn't bring me up in fair he was very much like what you say needs to be expressed and it's not so much for him it's for everywhere I go so mm. so I'm able to say that and then he's actually able to say well actually um, when you you and your sister do this, that really get um, that's not okay. And then mm. we are able to then I don't know you get mad, I'll get mad. But then we'll speak it out. Mm. So my dad's relationship is so different because mm. he's shown me like a completely different way of parenting, mm-hmm. and I don't have to internalize things. I can actually come to my dad and say, actually, you do this a lot, and this is why. <laughs> and then and then he would actually say, actually, that complaining thing you do, watch out for your husband. And then we have it, <laughs> you know. And then that's it. But it's just such a different dynamic because I think it's easy to just. So many people don't talk to their parents. You can mm. cut your parents off. People do. They divorce. You can divorce parents. And That's I think, me. yeah, you know, like in Hollywood, people divorce their oh, parents. Why well, is that by law? Yeah, they can. You can cut, cut, do they cut pay off you a connection. Money? So they're not recognized as your parent. You can do that. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I will beat you as a stranger. I will beat you as a stranger. I will knock you out. You well, wake up, you had amnesia. When well, well, I'm beating my child, it's all good. When well, well, I'm beating a stranger, I'll knock you out. <laughs> Maybe look into it. But I'm, I'm but sure there are celebrities that have done that. They've divorced ridiculous. their parents. Mm. Ridiculous. Uh, okay, so, so for, for us whose parents are a bit more old school. Yeah, like my household, there's no... Your, if I want your parents. opinion, I'll give it to you. That's, that's how my parents <laughs> were. Right? Um, and and that was growing up in Ghana, growing up, and I don't resent them for it because it taught me a sense of discipline and it it, it had its place. Um, but I think maybe that's something for us to take on, um, mm. and definitely something that I'm I'm taking on, looking forward to when I have my kids to not have a, not to say my parents did the wrong thing, but I mean it was the right thing for that time. Mm. It's not necessarily as applicable now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Chasing oh, yeah, me you... around with the hose was necessary <laughs> at the time, and it's happened before. <laughs> um, and, and, and of course, <laughs> of course, there's room if your for... child was you, if your child is you, would you chase, I'll chase him around? around with the hose. <laughs> it's necessary, trust enough. me. But then, end up, and then end up on NS, uh, like child lines screen. Well, he did that in Ghana. <laughs> well, if you call the police, they'll beat you as well. <laughs> so so it, was, it was necessary for them, but what, what I mean is like that's. Even that's even brought me to a place where I can think of there's room for discipline, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and I can look at the Bible and that's something that they gave me. I can, I can look at the Bible and see how to apply it to my own, mm-hmm. my own children. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing I was going to say as well is re- the parents have to grow with the kids as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, like my dad talks to me now in a very, very different way yeah. to yeah. when he did uh, back yeah. then, you know. Um, because he recognizes that you've grown as well, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so there's that element of respect that needs yeah. to come yeah. on these people. I think, um, speaking from a position of being a, a son and a father, um, Bars. trust me. <laughs> <coughs> 
there's stuff that my parents did that I resented them for. Mm. Um, and stuff that really, like, scarred and marked me. And I was just like, wow, like, it really affected our relationship. And in all honesty, I only kind of went, th- got, got through it um, by the grace of God after, after I became a Christian and stuff, and God was actually walking me through... Um, walking me through certain things that's when I was actually able to go through it and it's it's made me recognise that as a parent exactly as Leno was saying I want to bring my child up in a position where he or she can speak to me about absolutely anything mm-hmm. and he and she knows that like um, your voice is valued is listened to and is taken into consideration mm-hmm. um, but don't get disrespectful yeah <laughs> It's like, 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 don't talk to me like say I'm some next. I'm not you. your friend. Yeah. No, there's there's a level there's a, there's there's like a a boundary a respect yeah. boundary uh-huh. that you need to operate within. Uh-huh. As soon as you're within <laughs> that, you can express yourself as much as you want, yeah. and I'll listen to you. As soon as you cross that, I'll let you know that you've crossed that. Mm-hmm. Put yourself you back in before I put you. In. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it, it's I, I really want to recognize my child as an individual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And allow my child to grow up as an individual. I know that as parents, when before I became a dad for the second time, my immediate worry was that what if my child does this? What if my child does that? What if my child does this? And it hit me. I was like, that's their life. Mm-hmm. So it's like, as a parent, it's going to be hard for me to see my child going through something. But ultimately, they're the ones living through it, mm-hmm. and I can't mollycoddle them or restrict their life because they just want to kind of bounce out of that or break out of it mm. and when I have to give them some sort of room to explore themselves and make it as safe as possible hoping that when they grow up they will kind of take what I've given to them and function with those parameters I know that I did um counselling and it hits a certain age kids start to question what you've taught them mm. and start to form their own worldview mm. and to allow them that space to form their own worldview and kind of be there for them. Um, so yeah, even though I resented my parents, I still appreciate a lot that they've done. Now as a parent, I can see why they did certain things that they did. Yeah. But it's also I've also learned from it, uh-huh. and it's also affected the way that I want to raise up my family. Um, but yeah, I think. Yeah. I think like make no mis- mistake. The freedom I have with my dad doesn't mean disrespect. Like I can't disrespect my dad. He will mm. shut me down. But. Yeah. Um, in the most amazing way possible. <laughs> the yeah. Most and I, think, yeah. I think one thing we have to remember as children is that our parents are just doing the best that they can. Yeah. With yeah, like for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah with like for the most, for the most part. Yeah. 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 With like um, what they have. Yeah. And um, yeah, being like being Africans, like living in UK is not easy at all. <laughs> like especially first generation. Yeah. Where you were born there, you came here totally yeah. different. Yeah. If we're back in Ghana. You know, the house would be big. Yeah. Have a driver. Mm-hmm. Life would be good. You can, you can walk into any job you this want. Yeah, I live that privilege life. Like, <laughs> we were walking to school. But do you think their parents' ways of parenting change? Like, the way my mum parented me and my sister is completely different to the kind of parenting my my amazing brother gets right now. Mm-hmm. Like, my dad never hits us anyway, so my dad never has ever laid a hands on us because mm. he has never believed he has to, and he's never had to. I'm jealous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, he's never... Because he, my dad's very big, so if he hits us, he will kill us. So <laughs> he knows he shouldn't. But um, my mum, 
her approach is very different my brother i think everything she's learned from us and mm-hmm. she's told us and she said with the first child no one knows oh, yeah. what they're doing you're learning mm-hmm. but by now i don't i feel i'm more strict now i'm like what are you doing but um but she's so relaxed and my brother does not mess up i don't know why i don't know if it's because he now sees his older sister mm-hmm. but she's never had to lay a hand on him they have an amazing relationship mm-hmm. and i think he doesn't want to mess up the freedom he has. Like, mm. he, re- he values that so much. Mm. And I'm like, me and my sister sit down, we're like, what? Like, wait, wait. You know, some of the things, she's just like, oh, Jerry. I'm like, wait, what? Well, I'm going to tell you. Just like, I think as parents get older, yeah, they, they, change. they get tired. Yeah. Both, both as they get older and as they, they get learn. more experience. Yeah. Is that the only boy? Huh? He's yeah. the only boy, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as, as you grow, as you, as, like you said, you know, the first child gets put under the sink and you run in the tap and you don't know what you're doing yeah. the second child you were like okay let me have a base in here let me do this let me do that you know so the child there's the sink so you learn as well and as, as you learn and you grow mm. you grow with your kids but then as you have more kids you have, you've got a better approach to, yeah. to how to do I think them. as well what's key and what's very important is um, what what's the par- what's the priority for the parents yeah. um, so if the priority for the parents is respect and manners everything kind of takes a backseat so I want to go to the cinema you've got no respect you didn't ask me you didn't give me two weeks notice no you know like that so it's like the priority of the parents so like my parents their priority was education so everything took a backseat to education for my dad to ensure that I've got my exam school fees are paid on time correct stuff with like books everything that's needed so I resented him because the day-to-day things wasn't taken care of, mm. but I just didn't understand what his priorities were. Mm. So as, as us, well, you apparently yeah. already asked, I don't know, but... <laughs> Shade. No, I'm joking. Um, as us growing, growing up into mm-hmm. parents, what should our priorities be? Yeah, I, th- I think it, it very much will depend on you as an individual and on your relationship with God. Uh. I feel every one of us who have a burning desire or passion, especially when it comes to God, which will influence the way we approach family. Mm-hmm. So for some people, it, it might be like creativity. So you might um, have an emphasis on allowing your child to explore themselves creatively. Um, for another person, it might be education. For one, it might be reading books. Yeah. So you might, but it's like I'm I'm calling trivial like little things. But it's like every person will have some sort of passion or desire or whatever, and like almost like a legacy of what they want to mm. give to their children, mm. and that will shape what they what they pass on. But I definitely think it is also something to kind of be prayerful about. Mm. Um, what God, what would you have me pass mm. on as a legacy? Mm. I think for me. Um, well, you can't really teach it, but helping my child or children have their own relationship with God, mm-hmm. and, and not be not it being based on on my relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, we're gonna pray because I think it's time for us to pray. Like you should mm-hmm. be you should be going by yourself to go and pray, spending time with the Word mm-hmm. by yourself because mm-hmm. one day I won't be here. So I need you to have that part there. Mm-hmm. I don't need it, but it's for your for your benefit. Parents always use death like. And I won't be here. So it's not far. You might just get up and leave you. Yeah, you, you want to give your, your kids the best possible start. Mm, the best possible start. Give them, is, is, is with, is give them kill kitchen. <laughs> really? Best, best possible start. Best possible start. 
Okay. Mm. What's I the I think for me, I don't know what the sounds to be, but I know what my weaknesses are as a person. Mm. So I will, my tendency is to control. I love being in control. So <laughs> <laughs> I have to be in control. Now imagine that with kids, then you know that's going to be awful. You know, like leave me alone. So my, <laughs> so I know I have to work on that for myself mm. because otherwise I'm going to like. It's going to be in every pocket, every area, every, every corner of their lives. And that mm. might be awful. It might be good because it might give them really good structure. Mm. But I think for yeah. me, I look at myself as what can make me a good parent. Because every child is different. Some, one yeah. child's going to really like my structure. Another one's going to be like, relax, you need to be more exactly. like me. Yeah. So I think you can look at yourself because we don't know mm. until the child. And I think that's, at, at the end of the day, as much as you want to have a, a legacy for your kids, you yeah. also have to understand that your kids are different people. Yeah. It's not one lump of person that no. you're raising. You're raising different children. So you have to be able to relate to each of them on their level. Yeah. So yeah, have your passions, your principles, your legacy, whatever, but you have to find a way to bring it down to each child. Yeah. Because like for me and my family, I kind of feel like, my, these days now, this is what my mom is trying to do. She's trying to blame me for stuff that my brother does wrong. Because she's trying to basically say, eh, because you did it, everything you do, your brother's gonna follow. So my brother comes home and he's like, I'm not enjoying uni. Eh, because you quit uni, now your brother's also going to quit uni. Like, no, everyone has their own journey. Yeah. And you have to sort of, I think for my parents, it's very much like raise the eldest daughter and then she can raise the rest. Mm. Like, no, you know, we, we don't, it can't be like that. I think every child is their own individual person with their own individual purpose and their own individual calling that God has for them. So you have to, as a parent, recognize that. But I think there's an element of learning to get to know your children as well yeah. and get yeah. to know them and mm. observe them, see what they like doing and yeah. stuff like Their love languages. Kids don't love languages. They need discipline. You know what? Um, mine is, and this is something that I feel words kind of put on my heart, not only for my children but for myself, for my household, for my mm. household, is... Um, discovering who God has made them yeah. accepting it and living in it mm. Mm. so it's a case of appreciating that I might be a poet accepting mm. it and mm. being like alright cool this is who God has made me I am, mm. I am enough yeah. and kind of living life knowing that I am enough I am valuable as God has made me yeah. I don't need to do X, Y, Z I'm just going to be me and mm. kind of live that and it's something that I try to actively create that space where when you kind of come around me, you, you know that, yeah, like, whoever, whatever you are, you're accepted. Mm. Mm. Um, so it very much does tie in with individuals, letting them know that you're an indi- you're in as much as you're part of this family, you're an in- you are an individual within this family. Mm. You're unique. God created you uniquely on purpose. Mm. Accept it, own it, walk with it. Mm-hmm. And it is God who has made you like this. So for you to experience the fullness of who you are, you need that relationship with him mm-hmm. to kind of be able to walk through it. Um, I think it will be a lot more challenging because it's all-encompassing of their life and it needs to affect every aspect of them. Mm-hmm. Um, as a parent, I can't affect every aspect of them. I need to pray and I need to just trust in God to kind of do it. Mm-hmm. I just kind of need to create the space to facilitate that. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Um... How much time do you have? Edit this part. <laughs> Three minutes. 
But you're not the only influencer, right? <laughs> right? You know, you could go to school and then you're, you can teach your child the most amazing oh things at goodness, home. Yeah. And then they go to school and they have some friends. Not even friends. Like, one thing that I, I fear, fear, literal, literal fear that keeps me up at night. Telling your kids and, and showing them the relevance and truth of the Bible. And they're going <laughs> they're to like school. And they're getting taught. You come from an, an ape. Like, yeah. And this is what they're being taught. Like, You have to teach these things mm. to the kids. It's part of the curriculum. Oh, yeah, there was Big Bang and dinosaurs yeah. died, but an ape survived. And one ape wanted to stand up and walk, so you're, you're here. <laughs> come on. like, it's, you know, And they spend more time. <laughs> you know, by, by 16, 18... They spend more time in school yeah. than they, they spend at home with yeah. you. So it's like Mo said, I think there's, in as much as you've got everything that you can try and do, you can try and give them as much kyokushin as you want. Mm. It's, they you have to. My kids are going to do kyokushin. <laughs> I, I don't care. We, we can educate me on that later on, but they're going to do it. <laughs> what is it? Karate. 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 Oh. Yeah. Um, but there has to be that prayer aspect that outside of what you can do, yeah. Everything yeah. else God uses mm-hmm. as well. Exactly. Do you know what? Exactly. I think that's a very. Or send him to Catholic school. I am vetting that headmaster. I'm vetting everyone there. Background checks. Fam, everything. Um, nah, nah, nah. Homeschooling is the way for it. Mm. What I actually want to do, I, I thought about that. And I was like, all right. Bring in No, as in. Um, <laughs> Taught um, what they've been taught in school, mm. and I'm I'm not sure how I actually implement it. But thinking about like um, family time at the end of the day or something like that, and just being like, how was your day? Blah blah blah. Anything like particularly challenging or whatever. And then, and then kind of even like go. Yeah, but you're right. God created man and woman in the in the Bible. In your biology class, you will get it wrong. <laughs> Um, yeah. 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 So yeah. I guess that's Different. the balance of teaching them how to be relevant in yeah. whatever environment yeah, yeah. they find themselves yeah. in. Yeah. So in that sense, okay, that's you're in school and you're learning that, yeah. but also this is our truth. This is our truth yeah. as a family. Mm-hmm. And, and the children hoping, to take both. really hoping that no, you're I, I find it difficult giving this is our truth and then this is the truth that yeah. the teachers are mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it's hard to tell the kid that your teacher is lying. But they'll go and say to the teacher, My daddy said you're lying. Because you're teaching your kids maturity as well. They well, all learn yeah. maturity. What, I, what I've been um, pondering about doing, what I've been yeah, pondering about doing is um, allowing them to interact with the word. So I'd be like, all right, cool. So your teacher says that be evolved for monkeys. Let's let's see what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. And then kind of go through it, not as I already know the answer, but all of us, let's discover what the Bible mm-hmm. says. So mm-hmm. let's kind of go to the I think the that's word. something that needs to start before they go to school, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm, I'm very... I want them to question, to bring questions. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Then I can be like, all right, cool, let's go into the Bible and see if yeah. the Bible answers this question. There's a book on child apologetics, you know. Serious? Really? For five to 14-year-olds, I think. That's dope. And it, it's... Oh, what's it called? I can't remember, but when I find it... Yes, I yeah. Yes, I need that. <laughs> 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 Two things we just are going to be doing. Kyrgyzstan and child apologetics. Trust me. Child apologetics from very, very young. That's amazing. That's amazing. I'm, I'm definitely going to get them, like, any question you have, let's look in the Word. Yeah. And I want them to know that the Bible doesn't answer every question. So they need to look beyond the... This is going to sound funny, look beyond the Bible, but look to God. Mm-hmm. He wrote the Bible, so just, like, go to God, mm-hmm. pray about it, and try listen to what he's saying about the situation. Mm-hmm. So, yes, the Bible doesn't say masturbation is wrong. Mm-hmm. Let's go pray. Mm-hmm. Let's go. 
<laughs> but it doesn't state it doesn't state yeah, 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 yeah so we yeah, can be like yeah. alright cool let's go pray based on what we've read in the bible mm-hmm. let's pray yeah. mm-hmm. let's kind of wait on God and try to listen to what you said mm-hmm. and I'll very much go through it as though like I don't know the answer mm-hmm. let's go find it mm-hmm. so it kind of makes them and teaches them to look to the bible yeah look to the bible look to me and also their questions are valid that I'm not interested in trying to find out yeah. what it's about as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, Daddy, me. teacher said this Ephesians six sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, wow. um, I really want them. I really want to get my children engaged, actively engaged in reading the word and praying. Yeah. In search of um, answers and stuff, yeah. or yeah, stuff that's been presented in the world. Mm-hmm. Why is the world evil? Let's read. Mm-hmm. It's so Why nice you want to do that because then you want God to look like the bigger person, not you. Most parents like want to <laughs> <laughs> not look like, but you know, that yeah, God's yeah, parent, I know, you have the control. I, 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 I know all the answers, but it's yeah. like, no, look at God, look at God. Yeah. Yeah. I made the mistake once. I was teaching one of my kids, and we were talking about evolution and stuff, and I was feeling so uncomfortable. So I was like, yeah, so okay, so apes thing. But you know, this is not actually. She's looking at me like, I just want to pass my exams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that would be a nice place to round up for today. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you to the Faith Girls for joining us today. Thank you for having us. Um, I'm going to edit that hey back in there. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to edit it, we can do it for you. Um, oh, <laughs> shout out to Bottles and Ryan for the intro and outro music. Self discipline. Shout out to Calvin Turner for the ordinary, amazing logo. Yes, sir. You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash the blacksmith's furnace no apostrophe you can find us on all good podcasting websites search for the blacksmith's furnace with an apostrophe find us on twitter at the furnace uk you can email us at tbsfurnace at hotmail.com girls do you have any websites or stuff you want to shout out youtube her tv oh i was i was gonna do it for you okay go on i think i do it i want to do it i did it I can't remember Marmalade.com. Is that still? No, 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 no. Is Marmalade.com still in? No. See, no, no. I was asking. I was asking. you can find them. I don't know if just letting you do anything like that, but you contribute to one walk together. Heated. Cold. That's Andrea's blog. At wordpress.com but as soon as because there's no other heated gold and pressure cold just google it, it will come up yeah. the first thing that comes one up. walk together mm-hmm. your thing her walk tv youtube shouted out before mm-hmm. faith girls cafe we were on one of their episodes mm-hmm. we just recorded it now <laughs> but i think it'll come out later on next year yeah, february mm-hmm. so watch out for that household um, and carol that was yeah cheese <laughs> um how do they find is it house of ankara um poetry pizza and polaroids next one will be on the <laughs> <With Omar. laughs> 8th of january um oh, the 8th 8th of january okay yeah second sunday it's not because it's a sunday my yeah. first day back at church oh okay oh, where have you been huh I work in the church, so I'm taking a holiday. Anyway, <laughs> second Sunday of every month, um, famous everything month. Yeah, hey, look out! No, 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 not even that. Oh, look I'm out sorry. for the furnace. Um, all the guys on the furnace, we're, we're getting some new like photography and stuff done. So oh, if, you, if you see our Facebook pages and stuff, 
for all those who follow us, obviously, if you don't, don't, don't come looking for more in it. But yeah, now for those who follow us, hopefully our profile picture should be changing to Peter Shegged it this morning. So I his, it. his might be a bit later. No pastor, babe. So yeah, um, some new, some new stuff should be coming out, and also Hmuse H, um, Instagram at Hmuse H, WordPress Hmuse H dot wordpress dot com um get me um documentaries lifestyle location i'm about cool so this is the blacksmith's furnace signing out <laughs>